Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. What do you think makes a good boss? I think a good boss is someone who picks their employees and knows all of their strengths and weaknesses. A good boss is someone who instructs their employees in the tasks that they need to get done that day. And a good boss is someone who encourages and helps the employees when they fail or when they do something wrong. A good boss is a good leader. And all of these qualities that the good leader has, if they remain true, then they will get a lot of work done. Also, if the employees are faithful in their work, then both the boss and employees will benefit from the work. Jesus is that great leader for us. He handpicked each and every one of his disciples and knew all of their strengths and weaknesses. He instructed each one of his disciples on how to preach the gospel message to all people. And he encouraged and helped his disciples whenever they failed or whenever they did something wrong. And throughout all of this, they got a lot of work done. Jesus does the same for us as well. He instructs us to go and preach his gospel and encourages us when we fail or when we do something wrong. Jesus is always there teaching us and is always there with us when he sends us out because we have authority to preach the gospel. Now, the disciples have seen a lot. Uh, The past couple weeks, we've talked about what Jesus has done. He's healed the sick. He raised a 12-year-old girl from the dead. The disciples have seen people praise him and worship him as their savior. And they also have seen the opposite side, where people have rejected him and said that he is not their savior. The truth is, Jesus would not be here much longer. And so he wanted his disciples to truly understand what it means to preach the message to all people. So what better way to do it than to give them their own experiences, which is where we start off with our verses for this morning. Jesus is sending his disciples out to preach his message. Let's take a look at Mark 6, verses 7 through 9. Calling the twelve to him, 
he began to send them out, two by two, and gave them authority over impure spirits. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. Jesus, first of all, instructs his disciples what to do and what to wear when they go out and preach the message. Jesus then gives his disciples authority over all demon possession, which would show the people that these disciples were from Jesus himself. Then Jesus went on to instruct his disciples on what to bring with them on their journey. And notice that list wasn't very long. Jesus wanted his disciples to just bring a staff to lead them on their walk and to just wear the clothes that they had on their back, and that is all they needed. Jesus also let his disciples have a another person with them as he sent them off two by two. Now, Jesus told them just to bring a staff and clothes and nothing else. What Jesus was trying to teach his disciples was to get rid of all of those earthly distractions and trust in Jesus and his word alone and nothing else. Jesus continues on with his instructions in verses 10 and 11. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. Jesus wanted his disciples to just focus solely on the message that they would bring to others, which means that Jesus would provide a home and food for them. And the place that Jesus provided for them was a place where the people would accept the message that the disciples had brought to them. Then Jesus tells them more instructions and tells them to leave that town wherever the word is rejected. Wiping the dust off of them was a symbol of God's disapproval of them because they rejected him. In other words, it was a warning for them to repent of their sins. Now, the disciples had many distractions and many hindrances that caused them not to preach the gospel to others. And we also have many hindrances and distractions that cause us not to preach the gospel to others as well. Some of these distractions and hindrances, though, come from ourselves. 
And these distractions and hindrances, they become excuses for us to use so that we don't share the word with others. For example, you see pastor and vicar, and you know that they studied at the seminary, they had eight years of training, and they studied the Bible in great depth. And maybe some of you think that they're the only ones that can go and preach the message to others. You think that since you have not been trained in that, then it is not your job to do that. Maybe some of you have in, invited people to church. And at first they don't come to church and you feel that rejection. And then when you feel that rejection, you think that that rejection is going to happen all the time. And you excuse yourself from inviting others to church. Maybe you're someone who has a busy life. Between all the sporting events, between hanging out with family, between those vacations, and between work, you excuse yourself from preaching the gospel because you think you are way too busy. And maybe some of us think that when we go preach the gospel message, it needs to be this huge, elaborate plan with a great amount of money. And when we don't have that elaborate plan and we don't have that money, we excuse ourselves from preaching the message. You see, Satan loves it. He just absolutely loves it when we excuse ourselves from preaching the gospel message to others. That means that Satan automatically wins, and he is bringing more and more people to hell with him because the message is not getting out. What if Jesus would have excused himself from God's work? Have you ever thought of that before? What if Jesus were to say to God, I am sick and tired of being rejected. I am not going to talk to anyone today. What if Jesus told his disciples that day, I don't care what you preach to anyone. Do whatever you want. I don't care who goes to heaven and who doesn't. What if Jesus was to say, God, I'm, I'm too busy to do your work. Go send someone else. What if Jesus would have excused himself from his death on the cross? What if Jesus said, it's all up to you to save your own self. Good luck. Thank God that Jesus did not excuse himself from anything that God wanted him to do. Jesus did not excuse himself that day when it came for him to instruct his disciples on what to do and how to preach the message. Jesus did not excuse himself every single time he was rejected. And Jesus did not excuse himself when it came to him dying on the cross for all of us. 
Jesus knew how important it was for all of our sins to be taken away from us. Jesus got rid of every distraction, every hindrance, every excuse to die on the cross. Jesus knew that there is no excuse, no hindrance, and no distraction that would keep us out of hell. Jesus knew all of this, and he still died on the cross for our sins all by himself. We see on that day that the disciples did not create an excuse at all to go out. They trusted in Jesus and obeyed him because they knew that he gave them the authority to go preach his message. Let's take a look at Mark 6, verses 12 to 13. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. Jesus blessed the disciples that day. As many sick people and as many demon-possessed people were healed. The disciples trusted and obeyed in Jesus knowing that everything would be okay, knowing that Jesus would be with them, even though he wasn't there physically. The disciples knew every knew that they had the authority to go preach that gospel message. And the disciples had no excuse that day to preach the message because Jesus had given them the authority to go do it. And those were the only things that Jesus had to give them. We, as well, have no excuse to go preach the gospel to other people, because Jesus has given us the authority to preach and teach his message to all. And since we know that Jesus has given us the authority. That means that we will want to go preach and teach his message, knowing that Jesus will create and strengthen the faith in our hearts. We will persevere through all rejection because we want people to be in heaven with us, knowing that when we get rejected at one house, we wipe the dust off ourselves and move on to the next. We are busy in our lives. We all know that. But try hard to start a conversation about God and his word and what you believe. And we want to do all this knowing that Jesus has given us the authority and the power to preach his message to all people. Now let's open up to hymn 542. The, our hymn of the day. First of all, I really love this hymn. This is probably one of my top ten hymns. But, not just because that I liked it, but it fit real well with our sermon for this morning. 
And it all starts with verse 1. It starts off by saying, Dear Lord, to your true servants give. God has given us the ability, the authority to go preach and teach his gospel to all people. That's what verse 1 is telling us. And then we see verse 2, where it shows us how we should approach this work and what we should do. It starts off by saying, they gladly go at your command. Gladly go. No excuse. No hindrance. No distraction. And that verse continues on with us asking the Lord to continue to help us preach that news to all people. Then we see verse 3, as it starts off, when all their labor seems in vain. We think that a lot of times when we go out there and spread the news that it's not even worth it because nothing is happening. But when our souls feel this way, we ask the Lord, revive their sinking hopes again. And he continues to bless our work and we ask him to continue to bless our work because it is all for him. And we want all people to be in heaven with us one day. All of these verses in our hymn for the hymn of the day go perfectly well with our sermon. Jesus gives us the authority to preach his gospel message to all people. Yes, there will be times where we get rejected. And yes, there will be times where we try to create an excuse to not go preach his word. And yet we know it is worth it in the end. Because one day we will be in heaven with Jesus and the people who we spread the gospel message to. And there Jesus will come up to us and say to us, Well done, good and faithful servant. We lay the trophies at his feet. May God bless us as we continue to preach and teach his message with his authority. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.